Welcome to my podcast, Worlds Collide. I'm the host of the show, Victoria Daute, and I talk with my international guests here in the show about the experiences they made in their new country versus their home country. Hi there. So today I talked to my friend Sandy from Austria and we both met on a trip in Costa Rica and this is where she also met her husband from Australia. Yeah, this is where the story goes. Sandy moves from Austria to Australia even though she was not very keen on it in the beginning and also she was very pregnant. So yeah, this is what we talk about and then of course we talk about all the other Australian stuff. Animals, poisonous animals, shark attacks and or living with big spiders in the house and cockroaches. Yeah, um, unfortunately today's quality is not as good for the first half of the episode but I think it's still a very interesting listen and you kind of get used to it, I want to say after one minute so yeah give it a go it's a good one all right hang in there hi sandy um i welcome you from sydney hello and you are originally hi <laughs> you are originally from austria yes yes and how how long have you been in sydney now or in australia um i think it's almost 10 years 10 years this christmas i think <laughs> yeah Wow, that's a long time already. Yep, I time flies. <laughs> time flies. And so how come that you ended up in Sydney? Well, as you know, <laughs> uh, around maybe 12 years ago, I went traveling with a friend to, uh, to Central America. And I think pretty much on day two, we got lost. Because we, I think the, it's called the, the travel book. What is it called? The Lonely Planet. Yeah, the Lonely Planet said to oh, get off the bus at this particular bus stop. And um, yeah, we did. And there was not the hostel that it was, you know, it said in the uh, Lonely Planet. So we are pretty much stranded on a lonely road. And there are bumps into you as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. And and into my future husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and we just spent all afternoon walking to the hostel and then we shared a room. You two. You and mm -hmm. us. Two. I don't even remember if it was a long walk it oh felt like God. now thinking back it's like a 20 minute walk or something no it was like I tell you it was like the longest walk I think we walked for at least one and a half hours and in the middle oh, of really the <laughs> because I remember I was so hot and we were all so hot and sweaty and when we um when we arrived at the hostel um we pretty much just changed into our swimmers and went for a swim <laughs> I was I don't remember yeah yeah I remember because <laughs> I also had very heavy you know a very heavy bag to carry and it mm -hmm. was like you know I think you at the time 
you've been in Costa Rica for a while and we just arrived so it was also you know the climate to get used to and the yes. humidity and yes. everything so I remember sure. it being very hot <laughs> it was hot and humid yeah, exactly and you had to walk for an hour and a half yeah. great <laughs> with a heavy backpack yeah. but yeah um and Dama um my husband um was there as well and that's how I met him and I guess That's how I ended up in Australia. Um, so I remember that Dharma also planned to move to Austria in the beginning. Um, yes, I think we did like long distance for almost two years. And, you know, it's kind of like we were both in our 30s so it was like okay either we make a move or this is not going anywhere <laughs> yeah um mm -hmm. and I had just finished my studies and yeah I wasn't ready to move to Australia I just I thought I need to get some work experience um just you know to have a better start in Australia I guess to yeah um have some experience in my field and so I said If you want to come, then you're welcome. And so he pretty much quit everything and came to Austria. Yeah. And then I think it only took four months and I was pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And then you moved to Australia when you about to give birth? Pretty much. Well, um, I, you know... I was like 22 weeks, I think. And the original plan was that I would come even later. But then I was scared that, you know, traveling alone, highly pregnant, you know, really. Super pregnant. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, it's a long trip, it's like 30 yeah. plus hours. So, yeah, yeah, we didn't really want to risk that. And I remember the flight was like crazy expensive, like, sure i don't know yeah three three thousand euros or something because i booked last minute you know, oh wow new year's eve <laughs> wow yeah. so moving to a new country very pregnant are you like not yeah very scary very scary <laughs> yes even like if you give birth in your or at home you have but like family around it and you understand everything and you kind of probably yeah. have a procedure, you know, it kind of hurt what's going on, but then mm. in Australia, new system, no. I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, I was actually, I did not want to move to Australia pregnant. I told Dama he has to find a job in Austria um, I want to have my family around. Yeah. I was very scared of giving birth, <laughs> and especially in you know Australia where I didn't know anyone. Um, sure. But yeah, it it was just Dharma pretty much didn't listen to me, and <laughs> <because> <laughs> he was just so worried that he couldn't find a job. His German wasn't good, you know. He it was very basic. <laughs> That was his biggest worry about finding another job? Yeah, I think that was mm. his biggest worry. Yeah, because, you know, I I was just fresh out of unit. I didn't get maternity leave or anything. So we pretty much 
didn't have a lot of money because he spent all his savings to come sure. to Austria and just live with me for half a year without doing, you know, without having an income. Um, so there was his savings gone and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. so it was it was hard and I said no I don't want to go and he was just applying to jobs behind my back and then um, in, Australia? A, in, in Australia and got a job offer and yeah just said yeah I'm going to take this one <laughs> and we need to go back oh, wow and I was like no I don't want to <laughs> but um, in the end I think it was all so hard the Austrian uh yeah the government it doesn't they don't make it easy because he was Australian so we didn't really get a lot of money if he would have stayed and not worked you know so Uh, it was like Mm -hmm. in the end I, I walked out in tears of this um What's it called? I don't, I don't know the English name for it. Government agency. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had a chat to them what our options would be. Um, and they were just so grumpy and friendly. Like they were talking mm. to me as if I was, you're fresh out of uni. Your your parents can still support you. I'm like, no, my I'm 30 years old. My parents won't support me anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I just want you know I mean give me some money <laughs> like I've I've worked for at that time for I don't know 12 years already next to university you know so anyway it was all not friendly mm-hmm. and so I was like ah let's go to Australia well because the Australians are all so laid back and friendly yeah okay <laughs> you <know? laughs> but you know it's, it's also not not easy to just go to Australia without a visa so I had to apply for the partner visa which is a lot of paperwork as well Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you know or in America it's probably yeah it's probably similar (laughs) but yeah but you just need a visa yeah Yeah. and in the end we just decided to get married yeah sure make things yeah easier (laughs) understandable (laughs) I'm, I yeah. think many people do it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, he asked me to marry him before I was pregnant. So it wasn't like I was pregnant and then, you know, oh, let's get married. Okay. Me, so, okay. Sure. okay. Um, we already were engaged before I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but you just like sped up the process. I think, you know, we, we, he, he proposed. Had a our two year meeting anniversary, <laughs> and uh, okay. he proposed, and I think I got pregnant in Paris. So because when I came back, I was like, "Oh, we're engaged," and then two weeks later, "Oh, we're pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> so it all happened very fast for us. And then when you landed in Sydney, how did you feel? Um, well, quite, I was quite, you know, shy and I was good. I was scared because the medical system here is different to Austria. It's, you know, when you're in Austria, I had my private gynecologist during pregnancy mm-hmm. and here it's like, uh, you have to choose between hospital, 
and midwife services. And so you, you just, you know, and to get into the midwife program, it's really hard, you know, because everyone wants to have a midwife, everyone wants to have their own midwife. Mm-hmm. And because I was already, you know, way like so far so ahead. Far ahead yeah. Um, I didn't get a spot in the midwife program. So I just had to go to the hospital and it was all very, you know, I didn't know every time I went there, I had a different doctor. It wasn't, I, I just didn't enjoy it very much, to be honest. Yeah, so. it was not personal. Mm. Mm. But the best thing I did was to um, go to an antenatal group in the uh-huh. hospital. And that's also where I met, you know, a lot of friends that are still my friends to this day. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> because, you know, I also, I didn't have any friends and family except for Dharma's mm-hmm. family and friends. So it was good to have them, but it was also, you know, oh, everything was new. Yeah. So. What were, like, for you the biggest differences? Well, I think, you know, in Australia, everyone is very friendly and open and, everyone starts chatting to you you know even though you don't know the person it's just you 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 go to the supermarket and you um just pay for your groceries and and the women the the what is it called cashier she just starts chatting with you about how today you know pretty much how's your life what what's up you know and I was always like really uh you know I was just very shy with my speaking as well I guess you know new language I mean I had good English mm-hmm. I guess at that time but you know I just didn't know a lot of vocabulary so I always felt insecure when I was talking to strangers especially mm. sure sure and how long did it take you to feel comfortable talking to strangers? Fine, I'm totally fine now. Um, it's just because I don't have to think about, you know, the translation anymore. I think when I came here, I always thought, okay, how do I say yeah, this? And, yeah. um, you know, and I didn't want to make mistakes because, uh, yeah. And everyone kept on saying, your English is great. Don't worry. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to make any mistakes when I'm talking it's so embarrassing I don't know I'm I'm this type of person you know I I, I just feel embarrassed very easily I guess <laughs> um so I was the one at the mother's group you know that was just listening not talking much always the quiet one and you know okay um same in the job like I've been working with Mandy my boss now for seven years and she also said when when I interviewed for the job, I was so shy. I didn't talk much, and you know, <laughs> now we are, you know, now now it's different. Obviously, <laughs> but she also said that my English got so much better, and uh, you know, my confidence in talking. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, more comfortable. <laughs> yes. But that's nice that you met through your prenatal class. You made, made like, lots of friends. Yes. And, well, Dharma put us into this antenatal group where you just learn how to, where, you know, your partner learns how to support you and, you know, just 
breathing techniques and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, like in the movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we are just a small group, I think of 10 people, yeah, five couples or so. And yeah, one of my best friends now, Caitlin, I met her there and another good one, Rachel. Um, yeah, like, and, and another German girl. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was good, you know, just to, because when we all had the kids, it was just, you know, I knew somebody and they were like calling me and saying, ah, oh, um, let's go to the mother's group. I don't think, you know, if I didn't have that connection that I would have even gone to a mother's group on my own. Yeah. You know? And in that mother's group, then you, you know, you meet so many other new people because they are bigger. They're like, you know, 20, 20 moms. Mm -hmm. and it, it sounds like, nice. um, it sounds like a general, uh, new mother's problem because you kind of always need new friends, you know, when mm. you're the first mm. one who gets yeah. pregnant, it's like a total yeah. new thing now. So I feel I feel like it's like mothers looking for other friend mothers. Yeah, mm. it's good because you know you you're at home all day with the baby. Exactly, and, and you feel lonely too. Yeah, and I was actually really homesick. Oh yes, well yes. Because yes. uh, what did you sure. what did you miss most? I guess you know um, I missed my family mm -hmm. and friends the most. Um, just you know because Dharma was back to work and sure we were living in bondi at the time and it was amazing you know we just a uh, short walk to the beach and i was just pretty much spending all day walking from beach to beach meet up with other moms at playgrounds just have coffees sometimes have a drink sure but dharma <laughs> just started his new job so he did not have any paternal leave no so basically by yourself yes yes Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now a new place all by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was it was hard. So I was actually so glad that I had met those two girls at the antenatal group. Actually three girls. Mm -hmm. Some of them moved back to their you know, it's it's very multicultural in Bondi especially. So there were a lot yeah. of moms that don't live here anymore. So There's only mm -hmm. only one left, I think, now. <laughs> But everyone moved back to New Zealand, um, Scotland, England, you know, like everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then, so how long did it take you until uh, you started working? Well, I wasn't keen to work, to be honest. I was quite nervous about it. Um, and... But Dharma pushed. He was like, "We, you gotta work. We, you know, um, Sydney is so expensive. expensive. Mm -hmm. Like you pay. I mean, especially I guess in Bondi, you know, yeah. <laughs> you pay a lot of rent, and it's a weekly payment. It's also sure, different. I to, that's right. Yeah. So you know, to compare it, it I think I I I paid like. In Vienna, I paid 400 euros a month. I paid um, 750 a week. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like... <laughs> a big difference. Uh, of course, you know, you, you have a better salary as well. But you know, it, it was still just 
you know, I don't even know how we could survive because now we're both having way better salaries, <laughs> you know, and and um, still, you know, struggle with saving money. Yeah. But I guess now we have two kids as well. Yeah, and, yeah they yeah. they suck all the money out of you. <laughs> they get Especially so daycare. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, daycare is, is also very expensive here. You pay like, I don't know, like half your salary goes into daycare pretty much. Sounds very similar to here. But um, to be honest, I love Sydney. Sydney is such a beautiful city. It has everything you want, you know. It's like big city, but it doesn't feel like you're living in the city. And you have nature. It's so green. I have never seen a greener city. And then you have the water everywhere, you know. Like it's, it's just beach after beach. And we live in the eastern suburbs, so it's it's nice to be close to the beach. You know, I just walk um, 500 meters and I'm, you know, down at the beach. But That sounds very dreamy. Yeah, it's very good. But, you know, we're still renting. And at the moment, we're just trying to find a house to buy. But it's just crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> interest rates you know are going up and i feel like all the big cities wherever you listen to like in germany the big cities mm. they are i don't know outrageous to find something not apartment not houses but apartments mm -mm. and here in the states it's also crazy crazy real estate market dama is very keen to leave sydney um and to buy a house some you know like an hour south just because um you get so much more for your money <laughs> but you know i i have my friends and my community here now i i don't want to start from scratch again you know i understand yeah I, we also have his brother and wife here you know who are our number one babysitters <laughs> we have his mom here you know like uh, sure yes you don't have that i don't know um you know you can you can commute if you're just one hour out of the city but it's just yeah i don't know I, i'm not keen and <laughs> he tries to convince me <laughs> to buy somewhere else you know but we'll see yeah We actually just went camping last week, and so we drove through that um, town where he wants to buy, and it's uh -huh. uh, the the town is where he went to university, so he has an emotional connection to it. But mm -hmm. I don't have any. You know, like, we drove through yeah. that town, and it was like. Oh no, I don't want to be here. You know, like oh god, it mm. looks like I don't know. You know, it looks like you're back in the seventies. <laughs> oh, okay. So everything is kind of old. Yeah, like, and there was a lot of, you know, like there was just one long beach, and at the end of the beach there was like um like a harbor port you know, where all the big ships come in. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't like, I, I just didn't like it. I, I, I have been to the town before, but I, I, was, I was just not a fan. And 
just realized that I don't want to move there. So. so yeah, but like I think for me it would be um starting from scratch again you know it's an effort it's mm -hmm. you just don't make friends when you're an adult just like that mm -hmm. I mean I guess you know when you're pregnant and the way I made my friends here um wasn't that hard but you know for me because I was quite shy it was still I always felt like I can't express myself in English as I would be in German mm -hmm. you know so yeah I felt like I'm not the same person <laughs> you know uh, yeah. I, I people mm -hmm. didn't really get to know the true Sandy you know? yeah. but um yeah but you know comes time I think now you know they they know the truth the real Sandy <laughs> yeah but oh. that's true I totally understand what you mean um mm. it's hard to describe but it's also the way you talk it's different <clears throat> it's like for yeah. me it's also like um a different kind of how do you tone the yeah. sentences I, yeah. i don't know how to yeah. say it but it's like in german i i don't know would do this up and down or yeah. something yeah. yeah and it's also in a like for example i'm i'm a very sarcastic person so and <laughs> you say something and then it comes you know like people don't get me and I'm like oh god what should I think so you said me? something <laughs> wrong yes so, so uh, do you say uh, Australians in general don't get sarcasm um yeah. Or just... yeah yeah um yeah now that you um talking about this yeah maybe <laughs> my husband <laughs> certainly does not get my sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> So do you have any other things that are hard for you to comprehend sometimes? Um, yeah, I guess, as I said, the medical system that still frustrates me to this day <laughs> because it's, it's all very okay. different. Um, you know, now that I'm in my 40s, I feel like I have to do all these health checks because, you know, like... I want to do a, a mammogram. I want to do, you know, like I want to do all these cancer checks because we had a lot of cancer in my family. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, it's all so difficult, you know. You always have to go for your GP, uh, your general practitioner, and most of, like, they just look at you and they pretty much say, no, you're fine, you know. And Okay. Only like so, if you really like yeah. say yeah I really need to see a specialist then they give you a referral you know it it feels like it's really hard to see yeah to see um, a specialist if you want to and you know it's super expensive as well <laughs> yeah so um no preventing care it's just more yeah yeah once you have it then they will yeah take you in yeah. but they don't want to help you to prevent anything yeah that's how you know it feels to me because in Austria mm -hmm. you you have these health checks every year you go to your gynecologist twice a year to get your pap smears and you know whatever but here nothing <laughs> nothing okay oh so I, I, I know this. yeah so I, I just feel like I need to start reaching out to specialists myself to get all those health checks done 
that's just at the moment you know <laughs> yeah that's kind of annoying yeah that's that's still i don't like the the system here and what about things you like i mean except of probably the beach yeah i love the beach <laughs> and i always said um to dama before we moved i said okay if i move to the other side of the world then we need to live close to the beach That's my, you know. Yeah, that's, that's your one. Everything I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want and and I, I think I also said I want to go home to Austria at least once a year for uh -huh. every two years, which has also been not so easy, especially during COVID. Um, sure. And also with kids. I haven't been home in four years. Yeah, with kids. It's so expensive. Um, it's expensive. Um. I mean, we, we just booked flights to go to Austria in December. And it's actually okay if you book, like, a long time ahead, you know. Uh, okay. Um, wasn't this expensive because I had to fly to Austria in January because my dad was sick and and I just paid, like, uh, yeah. just very expensive Ridiculous if you just amount. book it, mm -hmm. you know, to go couple of days after you yeah. um no i i love i love the life in sydney otherwise i wouldn't be here <laughs> um you know sometimes always when we we are in holiday on holidays in austria we are like oh maybe you know because i have um land where we could build a house and you know it's just like mm -hmm. um my sister just um, build a house but it's like oh it's actually nice here but then I remind myself, okay, it's summer, you're not working, you're on holiday, all your friends, you know, are yeah. here, you're just hanging out at the lake and you know, you're not working. So if you move to Austria, it's not always going to be summer. It's going to be foggy for most of the year. You know? yeah. um, uh, unlike Australia, where it's like literally sunny almost every day. And, you know, it's, it's, it's different. I, I miss the snow and the seasons, but I still, I guess I still prefer to have it quite warm all year round. And no fog. seasons, right? No, we, we, do, <laughs> we, do have, we do have four seasons in Sydney, but for example, now it's autumn and we just went camping last week and you know we went swimming every day so it's mm -hmm. it's like i it's guess a it's a warm autumn winter is not nice in Australia. i mean it's it's actually it's it's just the problem is the houses in sydney are not built for cold weather mm -hmm. so you don't have general heating in the houses you don't have yeah. double glazed, glazed windows um yeah it's just it gets so cold <laughs> in the house that mm -hmm. that that's a typical australian thing they just you know wear their hoodies and their ugg boots and they're just <laughs> <laughs> for two months they you just wear like outdoor clothes inside the house pretty much <laughs> it's fine that's a, i remember but that's for me it's 20 years ago when i was there in australian winter just remember it was really wet inside the houses too 
mm, a lot of because it's um, a cold humidity. Like, mm. Yeah, cold humidity. Mm. Which is very problematic actually because um you get so much mold. Um mm. in like not not only in the old houses and like everywhere. Like I have friends that live in new buildings and they still get the mold, you know. I'm like Okay. Can't Australians <laughs> Like build proper houses. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Beta. <laughs> well, it's, uh, here it's the same. I mean, I think it depends where you are, but I mean, in general, in America, you know, the houses are famously made from wood, mm -hmm. and here it's so hot. So you have in summer, you have to have the AC running all the time, and we also mm -hmm. have no perfect insulation, mm -hmm. and also most houses like especially the old houses they don't have double pane windows mm -hmm. so it's like let the ac run with an open window basically you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's the same here yeah in summer it's so hot and in winter it's cold and wet and so we actually bought a dehumidifier last year and it just sucks up so much water every day and you have a lot of water really fast right yeah But yeah we have it too and i was surprised how much water mm. <laughs> it's gonna suck yeah it's it's crazy like liters mm. of water every day and uh, very interesting you know how yeah wet it gets and la like we had the last two years it was what it's called la nina el nina uh, yeah. so it's a lot of yeah. rain coming so pretty much the last summer 2022 was very wet and very wet spring autumn winter and now it's finally over they said so <laughs> like our, our grass in the garden was just you know mud oh really. okay usually here it's <laughs> so much right here it's just <laughs> hay <laughs> or straw <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, because the year before it was it was so hard that you know everything was burning in Australia is either burning or flooding, oh, but perfect. there's there's almost no in between. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad we we just don't live in a flooding or you know bush mm -hmm. area, so yeah. it's quite safe here. Although the thing you know the first thing you think when you think of australia is probably all the dangerous venomous animals yeah. <laughs> and you do get that like you, you know you live with them i guess you live with them mm -hmm. we were you scared of it in the beginning not in in bondi not Or so much still? i mean you know i guess what i hate still to this day is just that you get cockroaches i never had cockroaches in oh Austria growing up you know and in Bondi Bondi is really like cockroach infested so every apartment oh yeah oh, here too it's just uh, and they're big yeah, right? they're like enormous like 10 centimeters like, <laughs> and then they just fly they, like we were living in on the, in the third floor on the third floor And they just come flying through the air vents or the balcony or like the windows. And you can hear them. And I, I would always like mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, Tama, Tama, there's a cockroach. I can hear it. And, and he was like, there's no cockroach. You know? I'm like, 
turn on the lights you know and then I was like a cockroach sitting on the wall you know above me he's like you have like you hear everything I'm like yeah I hear every cockroach walking on the on the floor <laughs> I hear I hear them too I hear them too um because we also have a lot of them and I know when I'm like for example like watching in the dark some tv um oh. in our living room and we have hardwood floors and yes. you hear them oh. I don't know it's like it has but you know that special sound mm -hmm. now you know like in the beginning i would have probably not mm -hmm. recognized it but now i'm like oh that's a <laughs> yes. approach <laughs> yes, yes um yeah i'm definitely like that but i'm I also like i just we you know we get the big huntsmen and they you know they're like sometimes it's big or bigger than your hand and You just also you you watch TV and everything is dark and then you just see this dark spot on the wall <laughs> and you're like, is this a spider or is this just you know a shadow? <laughs> and it's a spider. <laughs> and then I yeah I have never caught a spider before because I'm just they're so quick and I guess <laughs> it takes experience <laughs> and Dama always catches them but. You know, it happened, it happened many times that you don't catch the spider and then it's like, okay, the spider um, crawled into your, you know, wardrobe. Okay, great. So it's living there now. <laughs> and you, you can't really, great. you know, I, I moved out of our bedroom a couple of times because I knew there was a spider in the room and I didn't, you know, I couldn't find it. You didn't know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I moved out and every, every night I would go and with the torch or with the phone and look if it's coming out at night. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> I, I remember one time it was just sitting in my son's room right behind him on the wall. And I'm just like, it's 3 a.m. Damn, oh, the spider. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> <laughs> just thinks I'm crazy <laughs> but yeah I don't I don't like living with spiders and cockroaches um and we had a a, a snake once in the garden I didn't like that either but yeah we live in the in the suburbs of Sydney and and we have the national park right behind us um so there's always lots of animals around let's say mm -hmm. like this. yeah so we 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 did have a poisonous snake in the garden once which kind of freaked me out <laughs> because uh, you know you kind yeah. of feel like the kids are not safe when you yes. you know because I, I, I think I still have it in my blood that the kids want to go out in the garden and play. I say, of course you can go and I don't, you know, think about it. But then here in Australia, you have to just learn that or realize that there are a lot of spiders. And, and even if they are small and they don't look poisonous, yeah. you know, they can be or, or some of them are. And... I don't know, we have a, a little cubby house in the garden and Kobe, my little one, he just goes in there, you know, and sometimes he hasn't been in there in weeks 
And then when I see him in there, I'm like, oh, I better go and check. Oh, my God. I would freak <laughs> out. Oh, God. <laughs> because it's also so, you know, a, a small wooden house mm-hmm. and lots of cracks and Easy spider webs everywhere. Yeah. We have we have one too, and in ours, I went in there today, and I always freak out because we also have snakes. Sometimes, yes. no no poisonous or big spiders, but we have the snakes and the cockroaches too. And so, yeah. like today or yesterday, I went in there, and I'm like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go in, but I had to get the um the lawnmower. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just saw like really big cockroaches, like five of Ugh. them, like crawling on the, on the wall. <laughs> It's disgusting. I don't know. I mean, when my mom comes and visits us, um, she always picks up the cockroaches, and it's like it's just a bug. You know? <laughs> like, because in Austria, we would pick up every bug, yeah. you know, like every beetle, or it doesn't matter. Like I. I, I I'm not scared or I'm not grossed out about it. But here, I think when I when I came to Australia first time and I saw cockroaches, it didn't freak me out. I was like, ah, oh, that's a cockroach because I haven't seen one before, you know. Uh-huh. And I think the longer you live here, the more you get disgusted by them because they're so fast and, and you know, you don't expect them. And then they're just, you pick something up and then they're like, you know, run away and it's just like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, they are I fast, just, for sure. I hate them. But snakes, you know, are usually more dangerous because they just fly in the sun and you don't see them and you step on them. And they're know. like so invisible. Like mm. Sometimes when we mow the lawn, <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Then you just see them like escape in front of the yeah. in front of the lawnmower, and then yeah. and then I was like, how did I not see this? It was right in front of me. I mean, <laughs> what yeah. color are the snakes in Texas? Brown. Um, I mean, yeah, brown. I mean, but yeah. even in the grass, you don't see them mm-hmm. because here we have the red belly black snake, which is very common here in this area, and it's poisonous and Like, you should see it in the grass because it's black and uh-huh. it has a red belly, you know? Like, so yeah, it kind yeah, of, like... sticks out. Sticks kinda. out, but still, you know. Um, it was like, I, I just never see anything. And my husband points points them out to me and I'm like, oh, my God, I wouldn't step on it. <laughs> so, yeah, so you don't want to go barefoot outside, right? No, but I do, you know. I mean, we, we don't have a big garden, but, you know, it's still still enough grass and still you know close enough to the national park to have everything in the backyard we, we even get foxes and stuff you know oh, so nice. it's, <laughs> nice. it's a, a variety of animals <laughs> and then you go to the beach and then there are the the deadly octopuses and The, and the deadly jellyfish the and the jellyfish are further up north right yeah no we we don't really get no because it's too cold the water is too cold here in sydney but you got the sharks but we have the sharks and we just had like a really horrific shark attack last year at our beach which was oh. kind of freaked everyone out because he was just For sure. swimming and like a great white just 
<sighs> basically just there was nothing left of him you know and fishermen oh saw the, the whole thing and they filmed it and it was on social oh, no. media you know and it was like oh. horrendous you know so oh my god i actually haven't been to that beach <laughs> And so that was that was like on a really busy public beach. It was, but or? but he was like swimming um, at the very end of the beach uh, where the cliffs oh. are, and so all the fishermen are there fishing. And you usually don't swim out that far, you know. But yeah, but he was here in, in Sydney. They do like swim races where they swim from beach to beach, so you have to go yeah. out and back in, you know, like. So. Yeah, and and he was actually training <clears throat> for one race that was on the week after, and yeah, I guess you know he was wearing a, a, a neoprene like a wetsuit, and he was the, the fisherman said, yeah, he he was in a fish bait, you know, like there's lots of fish around, so the shark just came from underneath. Uh, I see. Grabbed him and bit him in half you know oh like, my god I don't, I don't want to say it. It, it's terrible and yeah it was mm. but it you also need to know that this was the first deadly shark attack in over 60 years in sydney so you know it doesn't happen a lot it doesn't happen all the time but like if it deadly, does you know, but like still yeah you just lose but an arm or a leg but still that's and we know. have like you know it, it always It won't happen if you're just going for a swim at the beach, you know. You, you have to go further out or, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, swim at different times, like swim in the uh, dark or at yeah. sunset or, you know. Yeah, okay, let's change happen. the subject. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, like, I can, I think it kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Australia is famous for all this, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it does happen, but it doesn't happen a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, same with, with snakes and, You know, you hear sometimes, I think a couple of weeks ago in our national park, somebody was bitten, but nobody really dies from a snake, you know, these days <laughs> or a spider yeah. bite. Yeah, I mean, unless it's like far away or something. Because yeah, the hospital yeah. is close. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, we're not in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so now you are in Australia for over 10 years. Would you say Sydney is your home now? Yes. But I also refer as, you know, Austria is my home too. But, yeah, I mean, I live here 99% of the yeah. time and sometimes I go on a holiday to Austria. But And then it feels normal to be back home. But, yeah, I definitely would say I... Um, Australia is my home now. Mm -hmm. So when you go back, um, does it take you a while to adjust, or um, is it for you immediately that you feel like, oh yeah, okay. yeah, I'm back home. I'm like Austrian. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because you know you get out of the plane and you're kind of you're on a plane for 30 hours, mm -hmm. <laughs> so you get off the plane and then you're like, oh. Um, It's nice to be back, and it takes a couple 
a couple minutes and then when you're on the highway because I live in the south so I have to after after the plane I have I have another three hour uh-huh, drive yeah drive to my hometown so it's like then when you're on the highway it's like oh, oh it feels good to be back you know yeah and, uh, you know just everything looks the same <laughs> yeah you're in the I'm usually in the car with my mom or my aunt or my sister and it's just doesn't really change the feeling in the um in the beginning for me when I came back I think that was only for the first few years but then if you meet up with somebody and you just saw them I don't know maybe a year ago then it always feels like oh it just feels like I haven't even left yeah yeah I mean now it doesn't feel like it anymore um can you can you say that's the same for you that that's the same for me I mean also these days you know I, I keep in contact via FaceTime or you know with my family and my friends so you're always in the loop you know what's happening you know yeah. it's, you know like it's not yeah, it's easier right yeah because you know you see pictures you see videos you we just I don't know we have like a whatsapp family chat so even though I can't come to all the family get-togethers I know about them and I see mm -hmm. the photos and it's like I still feel part of it, you know, even though I'm not there. Yeah. And I guess that makes it easier as well because during COVID we couldn't go home and, and then I think it was four years that I hadn't been home and last year we oh. went first time and, you know, it, it just still didn't feel weird, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, opposite, I was like, Wow, I can't believe it's been four years since the last time I was here. Mm -hmm. There's always things that change, and yeah. You know. Do you still do some things in your everyday life or um, seasonal things that are very Austrian? Um, yeah, um, I guess you know it's in my blood. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I like the. Seasonal things, I would say, uh, Christmas, we always celebrate the Austrian way um, on the 24th. Um, I mean, in Austria, we have the Christkind, not the Santa. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, we do that that's too. different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I, I didn't know how to deal with that at the beginning. And so I was always telling my son about it, that, in Austria, the Christkind is coming, and and so we we kind of started doing it this way. So on the twenty fourth, um, he gets the presents. He knows they are from us, you know, but yeah. it's like from the Christkind. <laughs> and yeah. then on the twenty fifth, Santa comes, obviously in the morning, and there will be a big oh, present. Okay. So you do double? Yeah, it, it's just he gets the presents from the family on the Saturday mm -hmm. and then Santa comes and there's one present uh -huh. under the tree the next day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I guess, you know, sometimes we do, um, we do the Nikolaus <laughs> as mm -hmm. well on the, on the 6th of December. And because I'm in, in a, in a big German group in Sydney, we also do, um, Laternenumzug. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, yes. Like a lantern walk, uh -huh. which is nice. 
because in um november 11 yeah i think mm -hmm. yeah we just you know um, make the lanterns with the kids and then walk along the beach <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. cute yeah um that um they did that in san francisco too Oh really? Um, for from the um the German schools they organized ah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, in my in here in the eastern suburbs, we don't have a German school, which is it's a bit upsetting me because I would love for my kids to have German at school, um, but the German mm -hmm. school is on the other <clears throat> side of the bridge. You know, Sydney Harbour, okay. uh -huh. <laughs> and it's like forty-five minute drive. Yeah, and it's. I mean, the eastern suburbs in Sydney are super expensive, but the northern beaches are even more expensive. You know, so living there is yeah. I don't know. We can't afford it, and we also like living on this side. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. So, Do you yeah. speak um, English? With the kids at home, or do you speak German with them? I'm pretty bad. <laughs> I speak English. Uh, yeah. Um, I yeah. guess you know uh, everyone always complains, and when when I when I go to Austria and everyone says, "Why don't you talk German to the kids?" I'm like, "Okay, now I will talk German again." And um, they understand because because I talk a lot of German with my friends, you know, and ah mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I spoke German to my firstborn for a long time. But it just switched when he started going to daycare five days a week and then he wouldn't mm, I see. want me to talk German anymore. And then everything just, yeah, you know, I was working and then at the dinner table, obviously I was speaking English so Dharma could understand, you know. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I guess it's easier if both parents are. Sure, sure. German. Thank you for your time. That was no really nice to catch up. Thank you. It was uh, a fun experience. <laughs> yes, that was the episode with Sandy from Austria in Australia. She sounded really happy to me and I also thought it was so interesting that a big part of her is still so Austrian, but she still says Sydney is her home. Yeah. So she does also these friendship books for kids. They're called My Friendship Books. She wanted to talk a little bit about it, but we kind of forgot about it. So I want to mention them. Um, these are books for kids that they can fill out. It has name, age, how tall they are, date of birth, what their favorite things to do are, what their favorite color is things like that and then they pass them along to their friends and so they have a nice memory for later when they are older and you can buy them on their website at www.mymyfriendshipbooks.com and also everything is on the show notes our email address worldscollide123pod at gmail.com or worldscollidepod on instagram also the website I hope you had fun and that you will tune in for the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.